0: Hey, welcome to Tebs Talks the Premier Useless Podcast. If you want to check out more of the things I do, head to JasonTebs.com. What is up, everybody? It is Teb'S Talks the Premier Useless Podcast. I am your host, as always, Jason Tebs. And the other day I was watching a video by the YouTube channel Kurz-Kazat, Kurzkazat? something? K-U-R-Z-G-E-S-A-G-T. I'm pretty sure it's German. Um Well, the company's from Germany, the videos are in English, but they had a video that said, Hey, we've lied to you and we'll continue to lie to you, which is kind of a bold claim because they're a channel all about science and, you know, understanding the world around us and very, very one popular YouTube channel two very high production quality and production value. So they had this video explaining how, when they are teaching science in these videos, Some stuff does have to be a little oversimplified because they are making videos not for, not for like people with their doctorates in these given fields, but for the average Joe like you and me who doesn't have a doctorate in astrophysics or doesn't have a doctorate in uh, molecular biology or whatever it might be. So some things have to be dumbed down. And they kind of explained it in a way. where it's like, hey, when you're learning any anything, you have to have kind of foundational principles to grow off of. So let's take something super simple like, hey, when you're a kid, the sun comes out during the day, the moon comes out during the night. And it's a very oversimplified explanation of what's actually happening but it helps a kid kind of understand like oh hey you know there's the sun there's a moon we're going to traditionally see the moon at night we're going to traditionally see the sun during the day but as any adult has seen you'll see the moon during the day plenty of times plenty of times you just see the moon during the day um and then you you gain a deeper understanding of oh the moon is revolving around the earth which is revolving around the sun and the sun is you know revolving around the freaking galaxy right so you you build up this this foundation and and you start with lies and they're not like lies meant to deceive but it's just an oversimplified explanation to help you get a base understanding of certain things and then and then you're like, oh, hey, no, this, the moon isn't only at night, right? You might see the moon during the day. So sure, somebody lied to you, but you had to have that kind of base foundation of understanding that you can then grow upon. So I thought it was kind of a very interesting uh, video that they explained. And, and it made a lot of sense to me because, you know, as it's it's the Dunning-Kruger effect, which funny enough, my boss was talking about this in the morning, Uh, in one of our meetings. When, When you start to understand something, a lot of people's confidence in what they know will be very, very high in it. And then as you understand it a little more and more, you'll realize just how much you don't know. So your confidence in the subject will decrease over time until eventually you become an expert and your confidence again increases. But the vocabulary and confidence that somebody that has a very base level understanding is wildly egregious compared to an expert like an expert isn't going to talk the same way as somebody that is you know just starting out in something that thinks they have a knowledge and expertise in the field like experts in fields are very humble because they understand everything that it took to get them there they understand the knowledge that had to come before them to get them there and they understand just how much there is still to learn so there are experts for the most part, are incredibly humble about the fields that they go in. And, and you can you can tell with how they pose themselves if, if they're truly an expert. If, they, if they're audacious and bombastic about something, odds are, you know, that person doesn't actually have that great of an understanding of what they're talking about. And it's subtle differences and it's not a, you know, one-size-fits-all explanation. But for the most part, as somebody's knowledge in something increases, their confidence in their knowledge decreases because they just realize how much there is to learn. And then as they learn more and more and more, the confidence goes back up. So why I'm talking about all of this, my son is, is currently in the bathtub. You've probably heard him. Uh, you've probably heard it, the noise he's been making come over the mic every now and then uh, as I'm recording this. And he, he loves playing with water and pouring water from one container into another container I don't know why he's so fascinated about that and just just now he he had a water bottle and he filled it all the way to the brim and then he stuck his hand in it and as he stuck his hand in it hopefully we all know oh yeah displacement the volume of his hand displaced some of the water causing it to pour over the edge and so now the water isn't filled up to the top because that water was displaced, poured over. You could probably hear him in the background right now. He's being pretty loud. Um, I'm going to go check on it and make sure he's not making a complete mess. he's okay. He was just getting a little excited, but he, he pulls his hand out of the water bottle and now the water level is lower because there's not as much water in it. And in my mind, I was like, oh yeah, you know, that's, that's the volume that your hand wrist and forearm, that's the volume that, that part of your body takes up. It displaced the water. And to me, I was like, cool, you know, science. Um, And I I had, like, this overwhelming desire to explain that to him. Now, he's almost three years old, so there's no way he was going to understand anything I'm telling him. If I was like, hey, bud, when you stick your hand in there, you're displacing a volume of water. And the the amount of water that got displaced, that volume of water matches uh, the volume that your hand, wrist, and upper forearm take up. Isn't that neat? You know, that's how we can measure the volume of things. If we fill a container of water all the way to the brim and put something in there, then it displaces water. We can tell the volume of that object. He's not going to understand any of that. So I was thinking like, you know, he'll probably remain curious about these things. Cause I could tell he was like looking at the water bottle and was like, that's interesting. I have to fill this back up again. Um, I didn't pour it out. Like eventually he'll, he'll, naturally have those questions of like hey what's going on here and, and i'll be able to explain it uh hopefully to his level i, I get a little passionate about things so i want to explain like as much as i possibly know about them and uh get people excited in the things that i know and the knowledge that i can pass on but you know at what point do, and where do i start with my explanation to him? like hey you're you're essentially doing a science experiment with volumes right you have a volume of water. You just displaced it. That that matches the volume of your arm. Um, and and where, I mean, obviously there are resources everywhere where I could find, hey, how do I explain this physics concept to a three-year-old or a four-year-old or a five-year-old or a six-year-old? Um, there are science kits that are meant for kids to get them interested in science and engineering. And I definitely want to get those for my kid. But one, having a kid, it's so fascinating just to see the little curiosities that they have. I'm a firm believer that people want to learn. People love learning. And people need to be lifelong learners. Huge advocate for for lifelong learning. Um, And I also holistically agree with the Kurzgesat, Kursgesagt, Kursgesagt, whatever that YouTube channel is. K-U-R-Z-G-E-S-A-G-T. Um When they say, hey, you know, we're lying to you in a way. Like, we're not explaining the full picture. We're oversimplifying some things. And it's like, yeah, you know, obviously I'm going to have to oversimplify some things to my child. To what degree? I don't know. Uh, but hopefully he can gain those foundational understandings about life and the world around him. And then when he's ready, he can further that understanding and that knowledge and become an expert in whatever he chooses to become an expert in. But you know, at, at the end of the day, I, I want him to remain curious to seek out answers to the questions that he has and really, really apply like that critical thought and that, uh, scientific method to different things. Like, you know, scientific method to a three-year-old is like, okay, I, I have water in this container. I want to move it to that container. I think if I tip it out over that container, it'll do what I want it to do. Earlier today, he, he had a container full of water and he just poured it out into the carpet and i'm like why did you do that and to him you know it's just a way he's kind of exploring the world around him he's like okay i have a container of water if i pour it out okay now there's this wet spot on the floor but i can't i can't then get that water back into this container right that might not be what he was going through his head you know he might have just been like hey i know when i pour water out it makes a fun sound as it splashes down onto the floor whatever it might be that's totally fine but Having, having a kid, things like this is exciting. Just when I when I see the little cogs in his brain working and I'm excited to teach him different things, I'm excited to engage in his learning process and help him understand the world around him. Um, without being too controversial in what I'm going to say next, I'm going to be very vague with kind of this closing uh, statement. There, there are a lot of things because we live in the advent of the internet where the full knowledge of man and unfortunately the full deception of man can be found online rather easily and algorithms put people into echo chambers i worry that kids will in a number of topics just find themselves like oh my gosh i am suddenly at the extreme end of something whatever it may be like extreme end of of a political spectrum a scientific spectrum a religious spectrum a social spectrum whatever it might be that suddenly they have all this information in front of them and because they haven't had that like fundamental base understanding where things were kind of very simple and oversimplified and they're just suddenly thrown into the deep end that they're not fully going to know how to process all of that information and it's going to inhibit them. So if I'm gonna take a, uh, what's what's not something too controversial? Well, let, yeah, let's just let's just keep it kind of super vague. Um, let's just take like a political stance, right? Because there's pros and cons of many different political ideologies, and you know I don't think any singular political ideology gets everything 100 percent correct, and what might work for one group of people might not work for another group of people. So there's no like correct answer on what like form of government is going to be best for every single group of people as a whole so a a child heck maybe not even a child any person at this point um might think like okay hey i want to learn more about and with algorithms these days they might not even seek it out like you go on to really any social media and just stuff pops up right the almighty algorithm um And so they're scrolling along one day and suddenly it's like, Hey, here's all this ABC political party information. And it's like deep ABC political party, like totally on one end of the spectrum. And then, you know, that's, that's like suddenly such an extremist view they're getting. And and they're, they're inundated with like, Hey, this is correct. This is right. And another person, kid, child, you know, and I'm using children as the example because they're so impressionable with the world around them. It's like, oh, here's XYZ political party. And they just get inundated with XYZ is the right way, da 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 da, no other viewpoint, extremist. And now the algorithm just has them in an echo chamber when they're super young. They haven't really experienced anything in the world and they haven't been able to take a a critical look at what's going on around them and understand better. Because let me tell you, politically, I have changed so much in my 20s. I've gone through more political change and what I believe politically in my 20s than any other time in my life. So, and that's, that's just through some like critical thought and reflection and life experience as an adult, right? So if I'm this child, early teenager, and all of a sudden I'm inundated with like, this is the one correct way. There's no other way that could be potentially harmful and dangerous. So that's what I'm worried. Like, Hey, you know, kids need to learn things at an appropriate pace. And I feel like in today's society, kids are just thrown into the deep end of so many things. Like, Politically, religiously, socially, economically, scientifically. It's just, I, I'm i glad I'm not a kid in the social media age. Like, sure, social media came out when I was, like, in middle school and in high school. That's when, like, these social medias started to pop up. But they weren't what they are now. Like, they were pretty straightforward. And then they've turned into something completely different. And I'm glad I didn't have what they are now back then. Like, it's a mess and a half. Anyway, that's where I'm going to end it with this episode of Teb Stocks. premieres this Pod- podcast. Go ahead, like, favorite, share, follow, rate the podcast, whatever you do on your respective platform. Check out my website, jasontebs.com. I uh, got some recent blog posts up there. Uh, and, you know, keep on keeping on. Peace out. See you later.